0: that like i i mean you know you sent me that message i was like oh yeah no, no problem monday and then just went throughout my days like nothing <laughs> no problem whatsoever and like we even texted you know throughout the week about articles and stuff and it didn't even dawn on me i was like wait a minute you know oh well it is what no, it is
1: I, yeah i just figured you were busy and i was like yeah, oh, not a big deal <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah oh yeah
0: so phew. Uh, but i mean that's what corona is doing to everybody if you ain't got it you're getting some sort of side effect from it and it's like losing track of time or something i guess so oh man uh, pretty exciting day in a premier league oh huh? my gosh wow for a final day uh, post covid or whatever we call it you know it was it was pretty exciting
1: yeah yeah i mean it was I, I love the last day of the season just because all the matches are played at the same time. Yep. And, you know, even though, like, obviously, the, you know, Liverpool wrapped up the title like that, that fight for the Champions League spots, mm-hmm. the fight for promotion, relegation, all of that is just
0: went down to insane. the wire Insane,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, even if you look at like your boys, Tottenham, like I know that's not exactly where you would have won them but you know they they tied and that tie was good enough for them yeah know, that last your spot, you know yeah
0: I mean it was like so I have to look at it two ways so you know I know Jose Mourinho like he was celebrating like they won the Premier League or something but um I think in in the aspect of him when he took over the job at that point in time Tottenham was I think 10th or 11th and way like it like to, to oh, climb yeah. back in a six was that was a grind um yeah. so you know i i could see like as a job for him to take a team and at and i think at that time too like harry kane had just gotten injured you know shortly after he took over um oh, Sun,
1: that's right
0: yeah yeah son was was doing his military military yeah. you know thing so yeah i mean i can see it for him and you know it, it is it you know going from Champions League final to getting the the play in spot to Europa not getting guaranteed right. you know is is not the best for Tottenham fans. but yeah i mean it, it's, it's it was a, it, it salvaged the season from where it was at the beginning of the season so i'm happy and you i think Europa is a good fit for a club like Tottenham who's yeah. not really spending a ton of money so right. like what happened last year, getting into uh, the Champions League final, that was a mir- miraculous run. Like every yeah. single thing had to go right for them, and it just did. Where it, and the, Europa, they're going to be playing against clubs that are more equal to them, and I think they can do a, you know, have a better shot at the at the title than in Champions League.
1: I think the the difference between a like Europa League team and a Champions League caliber team. Is the amount of depth that a team has? Yes, so, without a doubt. And Spurs, you know, you know, I've talked about this numerous times. Like Spurs, just they just aren't deep. They have a good starting eleven. Yep. Um, and you know, to be honest, that's why United's been a Europa team. Like they've had a good starting eleven or a decent starting eleven. And now we're starting to see a little bit of a shift in that. Um, yeah. And you know, I think, I think United. I think I've said it before. Probably, maybe like three, four signings away from really having, like, that solid depth. Um,
0: I know, agree I, with that.
1: I, I was I was so nervous today, man. I tell you what, because you never know what you're going to get out of Leicester City. And then, I, man, they, so here's something. Um, I don't know if you watched any of, like, the goal zone stats afterwards, but so coming back from the quarantine break, uh-huh. United was – 14 points behind Leicester City and either I forget which side they were on with Chelsea it was either 12 or 16 behind Chelsea. And so to go like to pick up and and just like completely destroy a 14 point gap is I mean that you know that's that is difficult to do. So right. That's why I was so happy with the way that they returned and I mean, honestly, for you know, um, the quarantine did help United in the fact that like Pogba could get fit, Rashford could get fit, but I still think though, man that that uh, signing of Bruno Fernandes was the 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 change in the team. <coughs>
0: I agree with you. I think without a doubt, United benefited from the the pause in the. Um, in the league from the COVID break um, the most, I mean, like you said, the, you know, 12 to 14 point uh, gap and, you know, to to jump all the way to third. I mean, so I'm going to ask you this in all honesty, the beginning of the season, did you really see United as finishing third? Um, You know, did did you think that they had a team capable of that?
1: No, I was honestly even halfway through the season, like praying that they would get, to the fourth spot, which I honestly didn't think was possible. Um, and there for a while, man, I mean, United was like hovering at 10th for a while. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it just. I my opinion did start to change when Fernandez, Bruno Fernandes came in January. Right. But I still didn't think that I thought we would probably get to a Europa spot. Um, But, but I didn't know which one, you know, and I mean, we were sitting at fifth forever too. And so um, the main thing was though, like I said, you could see a difference in United right back from the quarantine as opposed Mm -hmm. to now. And I mean, they're, you know, like every team though, you could see it out of every team. They're tired. I mean, they played what, like 92 games and like, you know, 40 days. So that's bound to happen, but it also shows that they need depth. But like you know, for instance, like today in the West Ham game, they weren't pretty game. They weren't pretty matches at all. But like you need to be able to grind those out, you know. Right, exactly. Um,
0: that's the and- difference between a like a really good team to a mediocre team. You know, is right. being able to grind those. You know, so-so games out. The ones that you should be able to win, but you're coming off of, uh, you know, a week where you just played three matches and every, you know, you're dealing with some injuries or you're dealing with some fatigue there. Yeah, definitely. That's where you see the cream rise to the top.
1: Yeah. So, like I said, I think, you know, I think there are a couple signings away. And really, um, you know, there's talk about Pogba signing a five-year deal. I could see Um, that. Which would be cute because Pogba looks just different now. He, like, looks happier. Um He even said, like, they're a proper team now. I think, like, he works well with Fernandez in there. Mm -hmm. He is good friends with Rashford, Martial, you know, Greenwood, all like, and so I think um, he sees some promise there. You know, we need another center back, to be honest. Um, Another, another, uh, probably another midfielder and another forward just to have proper rotation.
0: Yeah, I mean, you and I kind of talked about this before. It's, I don't think Liverpool is going to have the same type of, mm-hmm. um, like, I don't know, like magic or something, yeah. you know, like that it factor for next season, you know, depending on how, you know, the season starts out. So I really think it's, of course, City's loaded um, and, you know, they're stacked, but they're, they're getting a little bit older, some of the superstars that they do have, you know, so – I think it's a wide open league next year and I really like the the youth and the, you know, kind of the, the chemistry that United's playing with right now. Yeah. If You know, if the season were to restart, you know, in two weeks, you know, and that would be my front runner right there. That'd be my pick to win um, because it, it, it just seems like they were hitting on all cylinders at the right time at the end of the season. It just, it's, it sucks like this was the end of the season and not the beginning of the season. You could really see, you know, where this team could go if they were given a full, you know, season playing this way. So, um, like you said, there's still a couple signings away. Being in Champions League, you know, that's definitely going to be a a factor there because, you know, when you're playing, was it traditionally on a Thursday when you play the Champions League game or something Wednesday or Thursday? So Champions
1: League are Tuesdays and Wednesdays usually and then Europa's Thursday, yeah.
0: Oh, that's right. Europa's on Thursday. So, yeah, I mean, so, to have a, a, you know, to be able to interject and manipulate the the lineup, and the squad, you know, it, for your Champions League, but also be prepared for your weekend matches for Premier League. That's where it's gonna take the toll. And I think that it, ultimately you saw the fatigue of that with Tottenham playing that long yeah. se- Premier League season and then making it to the Champions League final with just basically what they had in their starting eleven. To, they when they started the season off, it, it was, it, you know they were sluggish, they were slow, and you know, <clears throat> and you could see that, and you, even with a couple, you know it was like two months break or whatever. Still, the recovery from that champ, playing that much, you know, with Champions League and Premier League, and I think they made it. Uh, no, they didn't make it that far in the FA Cup last season either. So, um, but those two tournaments, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. So I'm excited. Um, for... I actually
1: think that, kind of like you said too, is um. Don't get me wrong, Liverpool will obviously be good. They'll be fighting for the title, but um, I think. So I know they wrapped up the title early, and people mm-hmm. were like, "Well, they don't need to win these other games," and blah blah blah. Which, okay, I understand, but like, I don't know. I'm the type of person where like, like, you no, know, you, you're like constantly. It doesn't matter. You're always playing your best. Even if you've wrapped something like the title up, like you're still given a hundred percent or I could see, you know, it might be different if Klopp maybe was playing like younger guys or something like that, but right. he was playing his main starting 11 and, you know, Liverpool dropped some games that were okay. You know, but what I don't think they understand that did, you know, cause a lot of fans and people are like, well, they have the title wrapped up. That showed people though that showed other teams that Liverpool is beatable. Yeah. I agree they had you. this aura and I, and I get it. Teams have had it before like when you know back in the the days when you know United and um and uh, Arsenal back in those days, you know even in City like they, they get this aura around them like man they can't be beat. And because of that it makes it difficult. You know Liverpool kind of taken their foot off the gas. Um, shows teams that like okay, listen these these guys are beatable.
0: Yeah, it, it, that that was kind of weird for me. I agree, uh, and glad you brought that up because you know they like you said they won the the title. You know, a couple matches to go, but they also had an opportunity to put themselves that team up with the greats. You know, to to reach the hundred point marker, um, to you know get a couple to get not a, they wouldn't have had the goal scored and goal differential records, but to, to at least put themselves so that they are remembered. Like that's the thing, you know, premier leagues are premier league titles are every year. So when you win one, it's great, but the ultimate goal is just to be remembered forever. So, you know, you want to be some of those, you know, great teams. And so that's where I'm glad you brought that up because it really did show that this team didn't have that next level. Like they, you know, they benefited from an early start that was really good and no one else had, like City stumbled a little bit at the beginning. Right. uh, You know, United and, you know, Leicester Uh City kind of, you know, stumbled in the midway. So they didn't really have a big time challenge. They kind of coasted from midway all the way through. There wasn't a, um, you know, I I think City came in within maybe six, seven points or whatever, somewhere around there. Midway. But the rest of the time, they, you know, they had a nice cushion that they could drop a game and not, you know, worry about it and stuff. So it, it's interesting to see how other teams are going to react to the way how Liverpool ended this season going into next season. Because I think with Liverpool winning the Champions League last uh, last season, um, finishing second, they kind of had that hunger. You know, they so let's go back even a year before that. They were in the Champions League final, lost in that, then... You know, finish second in the Premier League, win the Champions League final, though. And so it kind of seemed like they were the team that kind of, like you said, had that aura, like they can't be beat. And they they kind of show they could right there at the end. So, um, Well, and
1: what was interesting to me as well, which, I mean, yeah, so, you know, in, in, in one aspect, right, we have, like you said, you know, they had a chance to, um, you know, beat Man City's point total. Right. Uh-huh. And so like all these things and then like they that sort of thing kind of slipped away and that's fine. But then it, it's like you said, like, you know, a lot of people are like this is the, one of the best Premier League teams ever. And it's a very good Premier League team. Do not get me wrong. Right. Because of the gap. And you're like, yes, but you cannot hold them up to, you know, um, the centurions, you know, for right. who who. <laughs> You can't hold them up to the Invincibles of, of Arsenal. You can't hold them up to the treble winners of United. And right. here's the thing. Like, even if you go back to 07, 08, um, like when United won the league, they won a double. But, like, yep. mm-hmm. so, so even what – like, and so what really and, – and this is maybe just me as a United fan, so I'm not a Liverpool fan. But correct me if if I'm wrong here. But, like, I thought it was odd. When I started seeing pictures of Liverpool players with the Premier League trophy, which is fine, but also the Champions League trophy. Yeah, that did me. Yeah, that that's not be, because it's one thing. Like I get it. if they're like in their trophy display, like a lot of places right. have like a, like you know, United has a big like trophy display area, but like. I get that they're in the same calendar year, but it's not the same season
0: right. yeah, that that to me was kind of a i I understand why they're doing it because I mean, don't get me wrong if I not the
1: calendar year. It,
0: it, like it, if I won a Premier League title and Champions League, of course, I'm going to show them off and everything, but yeah, it's you can't use this team here and compare it to some of the you know the ones who have won the trebles or the doubles and so forth uh, they were kind of using that that. Excuse from um, I don't know if you remember back in 2000 when Tiger Woods when he won all four majors in the same calendar year, but it it wasn't
1: necessarily
0: oh, yeah. in the same season and stuff, and so he he didn't he lost. It was the PJ Championship that he he won the year before, won the Masters, won the U.S. Open, won the British Open. But then when it came to the PGA Championship that, for, to, to be in that season, he lost. And so everybody said, oh, well, he had all four at one time, so that counts. But to the true historians, it didn't. You know, there has still has not been a um, a true Grand Slam winner in golf winning all four in the same um, season. But, of right. course, Tiger, you know, showed it off as him having all four at one time, which, I mean, eh, you know, it, yeah, it's I an mean, unbelievable I, accomplishment. I, but, yeah, I right. don't consider when you're talking, like, in soccer, it's more relevant because you, there are teams, you know, whether it's um, Barcelona or, you know, winning the treble in their, you know, their fashion. United and Arsenal have done it before. Um, and so, but, yeah, that, I don't count that. Their Champions League from last season, the Premier League this season, because you didn't do it at the same time. When right. Teams, in, in doing that, they went at the same exact time. That's a That's a special moment.
1: Right. And once again, I'm not saying that, like, like, Liverpool should be like, I guess I'm not saying they should like never have those pictures or anything because it's right, it is a hell of an accomplishment. I'm not saying Without a that, doubt. Or to take Without anything doubt. away <laughs> there, but at the same time, it's making it look like it's a. And the reason why a double is so much more like impactful is because once again, you or or like a treble, I mean, th- that means you have gone through the entire season mm-hmm. in. Three different tournaments as well like it and you and you won them all like that is yep. like i don't know they did a um i have to find it. i think it was on espn but they did one on um it was called like ferguson's three or something like that um it, where it showed all that and, and they interviewed a bunch of the players and how like how difficult it was to like either squad rotation or for <coughs> you know working through fatigue and all that so um the other thing that surprised me too was that Jordan Henderson won the Player of the Year.
0: I, mean, I forgot about
1: that, that. Kevin De Bruyne had more goals and assists, and I, that's fine. I get it. Liverpool won that. That's right. fine. But like, you've got there are there are better people or people on like Liverpool who should have got it over him. Right. Like I just. I don't know, I just... Uh,
0: that cool. is, that just went over... I forgot about the... They just handed out yeah. the... the tie and I just... It was like... I saw it on the bottom of ESPN. Yeah. And you think about it, like, it coming through there. Yeah. Yeah, it it's a weird his, season.
1: Yeah, his stats, I just don't know. But, hey, also, how about the relegation battle? That was wild, too. Oh, that was
0: crazy. Went down to the uh, wire last minute.
1: Yeah, and I mean, because, you know... And... um you know awesome villa where they were just right like, they were partying like they won the premier league didn't without <laughs> like, a doubt man.
0: like that's, uh, and that's what i love about the premier or soccer in general you know but especially in the premier league because the teams at the bottom celebrate when they devoid relegation just as much as like the teams that win the the title it's the funniest thing in the world and it's awesome oh hell
1: yeah like i it, it's hilarious i not hilarious i mean it's just but that's the thing, though. That's what I enjoy that's entertaining about it as well. You know, I feel like sometimes in other sports, and I could be wrong, Don't you know, don't get me, you know. But, like, dude, you know, if if the Cleveland Browns are playing, dude, I don't know, like the Miami Dolphins or something mm-hmm. like that. I mean, unless you're a fan, I don't know of many people who are like, yeah, I want to watch those two. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like. Right. Yeah, yeah. I do know. But, like, with, with the Premier League, it, because something's on the line, right? Because yep. you have teams that are, like, a point away. And what people don't, you know, with promotion relegation, like, you're losing money. You're losing players. Like, I mean, it is it, – it's very cutthroat.
0: Yeah. No, I i, I, I love it. It's – like you said, it goes down to the last final. day, Even though the title's already been taken care of, like, the the spots are up for grab. Like, to finish second, third, fourth, you know, how – like, look at time. So, you know, celebrating – finishing sixth place. Like, you know, that is, like, the definition of, like, you know, Timmy, you know, who never wins anything gets a, a ribbon at the, the YMCA right. event and, and The parents are celebrating and stuff, you know, for field day and stuff. So, right. I mean, yeah, it's great. I mean, it, it's one of the greatest sporting days, uh, you know, in in the calendar year, you know, that you can – Sit down and watch what uh, ten games or twenty, you know, ten matches going on, you know, at the same time, and every almost every single match has something on the line, and it's it's crazy. And then you know you can even go even further and watch the the second leagues and see who's you know trying to get into promotion and so forth. And that's the funniest thing too, is because teams that are in the you know in the sub leagues that are winning and they're getting promoted up into the Premier League. It's not like they're gonna go and win that league. They're they're probably just trying to stay alive the next season. Like, okay, let's just try to stay here. Let's try to stay in the Premier League because they know that's a financial, you know, um, uh, prom, you know, the promotion to is is you know, oh sound yeah. for their, their for their program. So they're just saying, let's just finish fifteenth, you know, let's let's sure. aim for that goal. So, oh, it's great. Um, I want to ask you this before we switch off. What the hell is wrong with Arsenal? do you see them at any point in time like oh getting gosh, back man. like their their to the old Arsenal days because I mean listen I know United you know is special and had their run, which was unbelievable but it seems like at least United is back to being respectable finishing you know third the season and so they're it's going in the right direction Arsenal looks like it's it's going in the absolutely wrong direction
1: yeah, you know I tell you what um. I think that was one of the things is, like, even, even a lot of the commentators were saying, like, you know, this kind of feels like an old United since, like, Fergie was there. And that, mm-hmm. that you know, most of them don't. And I, and I agree that I don't know if United will be, like, going for the title next year, but they'll be in the running. Like, right. I don't mm-hmm. know if they'll win it, but they'll be in the running. Whereas Arsenal, man, I just, um, I like Michael Arteta a lot. Uh-huh. Um, here's the thing. Arsenal right now is what United to a degree was in the early years um, after Sir Alex Ferguson. So, you know, David Moyes was there, and then yep. Louis Van Hall was there, um, and then Mourinho was there, and, and it, they they were never, you know, they never finished eighth or anything like that. No. Um, and 8th is the worst that Arsenal's finished since 1995. Yep. Um, I, dude, I thought they were going to finish 10th. That was crazy. Um, I think Arteta needs time. Because um, I, I do feel he was right for that spot. You know, he, right. mm-hmm. he came up under Pep. I, I think he's good. Um, but, um, yeah, they're going to – I just really think it's going to take – a lot of new signings and a lot of getting kind of um, Arteta's um, his philosophy down. And I mean, because you know, I mean, Ali hasn't been there for a while, but it's the team is somewhat starting to look like his, but it's taken a bit of time, you know, because what Arteta is dealing with, he's dealing with players that he didn't necessarily sign, right? Uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, you know, that's how it was with Ollie, Right. Like Ollie didn't sign all of these players like sure he wants some of them, but like mm-hmm. there's players still that he probably doesn't want. I think Arteta is dealing with a lot of that. Right. Um. They need to do better like spending. And I can't say like United did a wonderful job on that. But at the same time, um, you know, I really don't know why they gave David Luiz a contract extension he is so volatile yeah um and then like you have nicholas pepe who they paid the 72 million for who's average but you know they they need to watch it right now right because you have like lacazette and lacazette is um i I mean he's very good don't get me wrong but he doesn't very seem happy obama yang hasn't agreed a new contract yet and i think i think that he's in the last year
0: yeah, I believe and,
1: so. Yep. They're like the best players. Um, you know, they're, they're, and that's what brings a lot of the inconsistency. Like, you just don't know what you're going to get. Um, you don't know what you're going to get from them. And I just, uh, I don't know. I think I think you're going to see more or less kind of the same next year. I don't think they'll finish eighth. I think they'll finish a little higher, um, but I, I don't necessarily think fighting for top four I mean that's where they're going to be kind of looking for but yeah I just I think it's you know he's got to get rid of a lot of a lot of um, dead weight and some of that's like Mizzou Ozel who's you know a, a was a great player but he's he he's is, turned to a
0: cancer man jeez and,
1: and he is he is like ciphering money from them because of how much he makes for doing absolutely nothing
0: right it's not. Like, it, it's it's similar but different than like what Gareth Bale is doing to Real Madrid. Oh, it, yeah, just like ciphering money away for doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. But Real Madrid has enough money to that they can get yeah. away with it. Like or Arsenal can't. Like you know, right. I mean, Bale is basically being held against his will at Real Madrid. I think just to show the, so that Zinedine Zidane and and the management can show a point that you know. They're not going to be, you know,
1: yeah they're, the ones by in charge.
0: yeah, they're the ones in charge, which is, right. you know, crazy. But yeah, for Arsenal, yeah, if they could get rid of Ozil, I mean, I think that would be a blessing for them because that that relationship has just soured so much. Um, oh, yeah. You know, his his talent, it, it, he was a great player. And but his talent level is just, you know, because of age and. And I, I would say probably some minor injuries have added up over the years. and stuff has just seen his level of play decline. And so, yeah, it's – he's definitely not worth the money that he's getting right now type deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. They just seem old to me. Like that when I watched, you know, a little bit of their uh, match today, it just it seemed like an older club. Um, they, just,
1: they just don't even have much of an identity right yeah. now, you know. Like like they, ha- they have a very good offense, a – above average midfield and just not a Horrible good defense, defense at all. Yeah. Horrible.
0: That's kind and of Chelsea right now too. Chelsea's defense is absolutely garbage.
1: They are Chelsea if they can make the right. Chelsea is going to be very good next year with some of the signings that they've made and some of, and some of the people they already have. But as you said, they need to get their defense sorted out as well.
0: Yeah. The yeah, their defense and it's it's not as bad as arsenal's but yeah it's it's, yeah. it's there but like you said they they're, they're going to be in the mix i think you know in that oh yeah top, I, I don't i don't i wouldn't put them as the favorites to win you know cuz I, I you know i still think liverpool city and then united are, are a little bit more sound right now but they could make a run um uh-huh. cuz they've got a good mix of you know veterans and youth um uh, what's his name? The U.S. soccer player. Oh, uh, uh,
1: Christian Pulisic.
0: Yeah, Pulisic. He yeah. started to come along near the end there. Got a couple goals in and stuff. So it seems like he's finding a you know a role on the team, um, which is good uh, yeah. for U.S. soccer. But, yeah, it, uh, it's going to be an interesting season next year. I think you're it, – it's going to be – let's see. So the past – so we had – uh, Liverpool this year, City the year before. Was City it the City? year
1: before that too? City, I think.
0: Yeah, and then Leicester was before that, right? right. So a little bit of versus, you know. So I think we'll see another a different champion this uh, this coming up year. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. A lot of versatility in the thing. All right, and so we'll see what happens with Champions League now. See how that plays out um, for. The teams are left. Oh, did you see that uh, Juventus locked up their Serie A title for the ninth year in a row against the I the did.
1: I did. Uh, no, that's something that I thought was interesting too. Is you know when people were like, you know, they were uh, they're saying stuff about like other, um, you know, other programs. Uh, and leagues were saying, like, oh, you know, well, there was so big of a gap. Like, the Premier League isn't the most competitive or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it showed, like, the past 10 years of, like, champions. And, like, you know, like you just said, for, um, you know, if you look from 2010 to 2020, you know, I, I mean, you have, you know, Chelsea had one in that time span. United yep. had one in that time span. Liverpool, City, Leicester. I mean, there's at least five teams that have won five different teams in the past ten years. Right. You look at Juventus in Italy. What nine years in a row? You look no. at Bayern Munich. The the only two teams who have won in the past ten years are Bayern and uh, Borussia Dortmund. And then um, in Germany, no, I'm sorry, in um, Spain, it's obviously you know Real or Barcelona. So. <laughs> So we got to shut that down real quick. Yeah,
0: and in France, it's PSG, you know, so. Uh,
1: yeah, right, exactly.
0: But don't forget the Russian League, man. The Russian Leagues are.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Well, if, if it was still doing quarantine, I probably would have watched it.
0: <laughs> I thought they were going to do it because Russia didn't shut down. I thought Russia was going to be one of the few countries that kept their stuff going. Because, what was it, Vladimir Putin didn't believe in the coronavirus and said that they didn't have, well, at the point in time when there was like over 100,000 deaths in Italy and like all over around the world, Russia had yet to report one coronavirus. So I was like, they're going to keep sports going on. The Russian basketball oh, yeah. will keep going on. But <laughs> something happened there. Something got into Putin. Yeah, I had stuff. So, yeah, Russian, <laughs> Russian sports got shut down as well. Yeah. Uh. But uh, baseball is back. Do you watch any of the first couple games that have been televised? Or,
1: um, I mean, I kind of, you know, I, I um, was just kind of scanning a little bit. Um, every once in a good while, I'll turn into a good old uh, Pirates game. But um, nothing, um, nothing, you know, since it's just getting started, nothing uh, too big, at least yet.
0: It's definitely been interesting to see the games. You know, I've watched a, a couple of Yankees games against the Nationals. Yeah. Um, no fans in the crowd. The yeah. the broadcasting is putting in like audio sound from like like fans, I guess. So like when you see a, a fly ball into the stands, it like the up like you can hear like this kind of tick of an uproar and stuff. Um, but it's you know it's it's the the one things I will say is different from watching baseball is uh, two things. Um, number one is the new extra inning rule where you have to put a runner on second to yeah. start because the they want to get the games over with faster. They don't want them to um, uh, go like too deep in extra innings because of a 60 game schedule and it's been like shrunk down so fast. So that's been really interesting. I've, there's been two games so far that's used it and, the farthest they went was one was 10th inning one was 12th inning i think so it's it's working you know i would say <clears throat> and then um the the interactions between the managers and and players cuz the managers have to wear the face mask so you know for me watching baseball all the years is you know when managers walk up to say a pitch or whatever they're always covering their face to protect you know so you can't read lips or anything but now with the masks you know covering the face it's no issues whatsoever. Yeah. And, uh, in the Pirates game today, uh, a pitcher got thrown out. Was it, uh, what was it? Uh, was, it, was it? Was it? Yeah, I think it was a Pirates game. Um, <laughs> yeah. Was, so the pitcher got thrown out because, of course, social distancing still has to happen. So some of the players are sitting in the stands behind the, like, the, the home plate okay. and stuff, and one of the pitchers that wasn't pitching was just kind of like talking shit to the ump, and the ump threw him out. Well, then the manager for the Pirates comes running out there to challenge it. And, you know, traditionally managers and umpires getting each other's faces and like (laughs) basically to the point where they're spitting each other's faces. Well, this time uh, they saw each other coming. So they kind of stopped, made sure that they got their masks (laughs) on. And then like as they were walking around, they made sure that they socially distanced while yelling at each other, which was the funniest. It it was
1: hilarious.
0: Oh, my gosh. how, How coronavirus has changed things. Just the little things like that.
1: And it was like it was like they were correctly like they wanted to obviously yell at each other but had to you know follow the guideline. Yeah, it was oh really yeah. awkward. Well and that's one of the things where I thought like <clears throat> it couldn't look any more awkward, right? So what I mean by that is I feel like for whatever reason for me, baseball it's probably because of the camera angles always seems uh-huh. like where I notice the fans the most. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I mean, maybe basketball a little bit, but I feel like football, soccer, um, even basketball—like it's so close on you know the court or the field a lot of times. Yeah, especially
0: when you're watching a pitcher pitch, you could see the fans right behind home plate. Right,
1: mm-hmm. right. <clears throat> so you have that, and um, and so I think that's been the weirdest. That was the weirdest thing for me to turn it on and like not have that. Well, or like, like I had that a little bit of shock value with some of the other ones, but um, that was what was the, kind of the weirdest to me.
0: Yeah, the Dodgers ended up doing cardboard cutouts of fans, yeah. you know, and putting them behind home plate to make it seem like there were fans in the stands. Stuff. <laughs> it was the funniest thing in the world. Like,
1: well,
0: they, you know they Put
1: regulations on that, right?
0: I've heard a couple of things about it, but not like the whole ordeal of well, it.
1: Yeah, because there was—I think it was a soccer team. One had like Shaq, which is fine. Then another team put a cardboard cutout of Osama bin Laden.
0: Ooh, too much. That's too far.
1: Yeah, and so yeah. they were like, um, no. so then they had to go through. and How would you like to be on that, like the committee for cardboard list. cutouts for for freaking sporting events right now? So yeah, just when I thought that like it couldn't get any more weird, you know, than that. Then all of a sudden the, like, <laughs> social, socially distant argument began to happen, so.
0: Dude, like, I mean, I kind of get it, but at the same time, no, you can't put Osama Bin Laden in the stands like that. I mean. Uh, yeah, uh, no. Jeez, uh, that would be cool. Let's see, I would put definitely Batman in there, some oh, sort yeah. of Michael Keaton or, like, you know, 89 Batman cardboard cutout. Um, you know, you got to definitely have Darth Vader. And stuff. Uh, some random things. See, Maybe yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to be in charge
1: of that. That's what we should do.
0: Oh hell yeah! This would be a new job. You know, fill the stands up with random characters.
1: Yeah.
0: Do oh, you know what I would definitely do? I would like if I was in baseball, I would find out the opposing pitcher of that day and get a picture of his mom and, oh, do it try to, and put it right there in front of like in, in the front row, so so he's seeing as he's pitching.
1: That'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. The baseball season's definitely going to be interesting because so every other sport that's going on right now, they're finishing up their season. Baseball is the only one that like is starting a new season. They're doing this truncated, you know, sixty-game season, which is going to be lightning speed for baseball because traditionally it's one hundred and two games. So, yeah. and then they expanded the playoffs. So instead of it just being eight teams, it's now sixteen teams. Which is gonna be crazy. So a team that basically traditionally like second like second place in the division, you know, some of our, like some divisions that are really good, you know, that's fine. They but they usually get the wild card spot. But like in the A or the National League East, ooh, that could be a tough cause like, you know, you're talking about a team that may be barely over five hundred, you know, finishing second and stuff, and potentially having the chance to win a World Series. So this is gonna be a Weird experiment for baseball and everything that's going on. It was just in-game changes, but then expanding the playoffs to 16 teams. Uh, I don't know. It's weird. The Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, the, the, the kickback on it. I mean, the playoffs last longer, but I don't know. It's not a smart move. The MLS thing has not turned out to be. Be well held oh, now. MLS is back tournament or whatever. That one's yeah. like been horrible.
1: yeah, like I said, I think you know each kind of league tried to do their own thing, what works best for them, whatever. that's fine. But like, yeah, the MLS one has just been bad. And I think what a lot of it, and that's <clears throat> that was my first question, right? So when you had something, Like like the reason why I think baseball will be fine, whereas like MLS and like NHL is a little bit different too, is because with um, with MLS they kind of jumped right in and it was like this like big like tournament mode, right? Yep. And -hmm. then and then you know if like if you lose your games, like yeah. David Beckham's, you know, Miami FC or Inter Miami or whatever they are, um, you know, like they they were like zero oh, and five, boom, done.
0: Right? Yeah, they didn't win a and, single and, match, and that was horrible. No,
1: no, and then so, you know, and NHL kind of has a similar type of format, at least in that like right to playoff format. Mm-hmm. And what I was always curious about with those that I think we're seeing, as opposed to like the Premier League and um, like uh, Major League Baseball, is that those actually have enough time for players to kind of, like, knock the de- – like, you know, get the rust off, right? Right. Like, mm-hmm. even, when the, even when the Premier League first came back, like, yeah, some teams started strong. But you could tell there was – you know, teams were rusty or maybe there would be, like, a good strong three games, then a team would have a, a down game or two or something like that. But then there was time for them to pick back up. But I think right. what you're saying with, like, MLS is, like, people are rusty, so they're coming out, and it's just, like, it it doesn't look great because they're rusty. But by the time they get any sort of stride, like, it's done. You know, like, yeah. they had both the L.A. teams playing the other day, and it was a – there was, like, no defense whatsoever.
0: None. No. Well, and two teams had to withdraw because so many of their members had COVID. They couldn't recover yeah, right. in time. And that's that's been – That's where I think that Major League Baseball has done well, NBA did well, even Premier League, even like or like soccer leagues. Although you didn't really hear that much about soccer leagues where a player tested positive for COVID and was out for a match. They they
1: they had the stats up on Goal Zone today. They said they tested over twenty thousand. So not only players, but you know the staff, equipment managers, Mm -hmm. all that stuff, and the Premier League, they tested over twenty thousand. Test close to 21 and only had 20 total cases. That's crazy. Test positive. 20. That's
0: it. That's amazing. Kudos to, you know, to England and, you know, being able to eradicate COVID as as well as they did and stuff. Because, I mean, NBA, thankfully, like their bubble, you know, theory of keeping everybody inside a bubble has actually worked. Like the first couple of days that the players reported, they had, I think, um, 15 or 16 t- test positive and since then zero have tested and then yeah. if a player leaves a bubble they're automatically quarantined and you know they can't leave their quarantine when they come back until they test negative two times so um you know i think that's smart major league baseball is doing a little bit differently where you know it could because players are traveling so much that you know and they have time to do it that if a player tests positive of course they have to do their They're quarantined, um, you know, and they're so they're out from the games and stuff. But um, you know, they're not bubbling, but they're they're not seeing as many positive tests. But Major League Soccer, like rushing into it, was the worst decision ever. And then doing this tournament style, like you said, trying to put you know players back into a motion where like games count and stuff, just backfired. And you had two teams withdraw, uh, you know, a couple key players from. Um, you know, other teams, ha- you know, had to sit out because of their quarantine of testing positive. And that was, I, I mean, I don't see how the uh, Major League Soccer recovers from it because I know they put a ton of money into it by renting out, if you want to call it, the wild world of sports complex. From yeah. and stuff. So, um, yeah, this is going to be a disaster. And the Women's Soccer League is doing a little bit better competitively, but... They they're not getting the the ratings revenue that they thought they were going to get, um, right. with their matches kind of basically having no competition. You would think that you know with nothing else on, people would watch you know you know sports whatever it is. You, you know female soccer and it's not turning out to be the, the right decision. I guess I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, and I don't know maybe that'll change some, but I, yeah, I just I don't know. I I think they thought um, just because there hasn't been you know, a lot of sports stuff on that maybe that might give a boost, but it just hasn't really seemed to take like, like they're hoping.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on to (laughs) what I, the, I, I don't know. I don't know if you want to call it a funny story or not, but, um, did you see that Ray Park was trending over the weekend on Twitter?
1: No, I didn't see that.
0: Okay. Um, you want to know why he was trending on Twitter?
1: Uh, yeah, I do.
0: Okay. So, on Saturday night, and I got this in a, in a group text, a friend of mine, friends of mine that, you know, kind of we talk Star Wars and stuff. Uh, I get this uh, image of Ray Park's Instagram feed, and it's him getting a blowjob, um, which I assume is his wife, on his Instagram. Um, yeah, he, uh, he. it seems that he accidentally posted himself. Whoa. You know, uh, on instagram
1: no
0: yep getting getting a blowjob and so people of course were and it was on there for about an hour um oh. before it got taken down and the funny the here's the funny part was that people were reporting it on instagram and they were getting they were screenshotting it of their reply back from instagram saying that this did not violate you know disturbing content or sexual nudity and stuff like, like they're like how the hell does this not you know violate you know pornographic and stuff because you're not allowed to on instagram post any type of nudity whatsoever and right
1: yeah
0: so yeah um so and the reason why i bring this up is because so this week you know we've kind of you know rumblings have been announced uh, you know about different star wars projects and supposedly there's a, a star wars uh show that's going to focus on the crimson dawn the um, the crime syndicate that Darth yeah. Maul read and stuff and it was gonna be live action. So of course everyone assumes that Ray Park's gonna be the the you know be playing Darth Maul and so after this <laughs> kind of debacle uh, it didn't blow up like you know crazy. Right. It's out there now. What do you think Ray Park's chances of playing Darth Maul are now? I mine are slim to none.
1: Uh yeah I ugh. I mean I <laughs> excuse me i man that that's really tough i don't know i i feel like if um i don't know i guess what more information comes out because i i know a lot of things i was looking at talked about like that it was like was he hacked or you know whatever it was right mm-hmm. but which is doubtful but i mean at the same time like yeah i don't know that's a very liable thing for a uh, you know, for a, a a studio or something to pick up on, and you know, especially go with Disney. Yep. Uh, yeah, especially with it being Disney. Um, so yeah, I don't. Which is unfortunate, but you know, the only people that really get to you know get a pass from that are usually like politicians or something, right? <laughs> exactly right.
0: No, like yeah,
1: so. Yeah, that's tough. So.
0: He, he could have been hacked. There's a possibility there. But what my friends and I were, were texting back and forth about it, what was unique about it, was that it was just on Instagram. And he traditionally links his Twitter and Instagram together. So if he posts something on Instagram, it goes on Twitter as right. well. And this one was not. This one did not get leaked on in- Uh, Now, Twitter is a little bit faster on the nudity, although Twitter does allow nudity, but they they blur it, you know, and say content uh, and stuff, you know, is for uh, not suitable for work type deal. So you can watch after you, you know, approve of it. And so since they weren't both linked, they, you know, my friends were saying if somebody hacked and really wanted to get it out there, they would have put it on every single social media and count, you know, not just not just one, you know. That it seems like, and some people were saying it was revenge against his ex-wife or whatever, but it, that didn't make sense either. So we think it was in in a drunken in fact because I mean, come on, it was a Saturday night. It was so at, when I was getting the text, it was it's ten o'clock at night. So in Scotland, what is it like a four-hour difference? So two o'clock in the morning. You know, it's a Saturday night, two o'clock in the morning. It's it's definitely possible he was having you know his his you know his fun and recording himself and accidentally said, "Oh, share it to Instagram." You know, um, but yeah, wow. this this throws a kink because it was supposedly supposed to be announced in this coming up week of the whole Darth Maul, what's going to happen? So there's uh. Some people are, you know, thinking that it's going to be like Darth Maul will be involved in multiple shows. with The new Bad Batch animated series that's uh, coming out soon—they're saying that you know you could see Darth Maul in there in the animated show, and then the Crimson Dawn show, and then supposedly there's going to be a Lando show that Donald Glover is going to, you know, do as well. And um, and I just don't think that's going to happen right now. There, I I think that announcement—if they're going to keep Ray Park. Is gonna be, you know, put put a lid on it for right now, and then bring it back. You know, let's hope six, seven months down the road, you know, people forget that this whole video came out, or you know, that debacle came out. But yeah, I feel bad, you know, because I mean, yeah. You know, yeah, it
1: puts a little bit of a kink in the things, it does.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel bad for Ray because I mean, I love the guy. I mean, you know, Darth Maul, and then you know. The guy is an amazing martial artist and stuff, but Jesus, dude.
1: Yeah, Why that's tough. To... Yeah, I, I like. How does that even? How do
0: you happen? recover? Like, what,
1: or like, was he like trying to share it to something else? And like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I feel like there's a lot of things, but still, that's one of those. You know, need to need to watch what you're doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know some people are like, well, you shouldn't. We shouldn't be talking about this and stuff. I, I get it. Like, it, like in my mind, if this was somebody else, would you know? I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's so weird. At the same time, you know, we cover Star Wars on our side a lot, and you know, a lot of the things that we, you know, we 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 bring about is all about Star Wars. So, like to me, it was like, holy shit! Like, we covered the story this week, like th- I think three different times about Darth Maul being in a new show. And so Correct. for that to happen, I'm like, well, that's not like we, you know, we're going to have to come out and say, well, it looks like that ain't going to happen. Or at least the the announcement that we, you know, I think in one of the articles, you know, one of the writers wrote that like the announcements coming next week, you know, about it and stuff. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it, that's just going to like if this was Ray Park five years ago before any of this stuff, I mean, this would be nothing. It'd be like, oh, well, hey, remember that guy who played Darth Maul? Yeah, he was. Uh, All right yeah but it's just i I mean, horrible timing yeah, for Disney but, right now,
1: yeah, they're probably scrambling right now too,
0: yeah, I mean, it it looked like they didn't get picked up by a lot of major media outlets. i I saw like in the next morning, you know the like some of the um, news outlets over in England and Scotland where he's from and stuff, you know, it p- it picked up, but nothing major, not even TMZ didn't even pick it up, so who knows it might just go under the radar you know except for a little podcast like us here and there talking about it but,
1: <laughs> right oh yeah. man yeah we'll have to see what happens
0: i will say though twitter was on fire that night if you went over to twitter and saw you know the the trending oh. tweets about ray park oh my gosh people were ruthless on it and they were hilarious hilarious oh like at least it wasn't a you know or we all know now that Darth that Ray Park doesn't have a double bladed lightsaber down there. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I was going to
1: say I, I felt like the lightsaber jokes would have had to have like been just flying in.
0: Oh man, and then that it, the I think the one uh, gift that was used the most um was that is that scene in episode 1 when uh Kenobi slashes uh, Darth Maul in half and you see his face go, like, you know, like oh, yeah. that O face or whatever. Oh. And they're like, this, <laughs> this was his face at the end of that video and stuff and everything. Uh, oh my
1: gosh. That's hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those things. But no, it's it's weird. You know, maybe we'll get some other different Star Wars news this week. Instead of announcing the Darth Maul stuff, they'll announce something <laughs> else.
1: Yeah. this is probably going to, send anything out so that they oh you know my god I
0: mean? yeah, just to, anything that's a, a that can avoid darth maul they're probably going to announce oh, yeah. hey guys there's going to be another star wars film with uh, ray skywalker and finn and poe and yeah all that fun stuff and we're going to bring ryan johnson back to do it and everything so anything just, at all. Anything just to avoid it all all right. Well, that puts us a little under an hour. There's nothing else really for me. Of course, you know with COVID, there's not really many stories coming out. So, um, yeah. Anything on your radar?
1: Um, uh, did you did you see the Wonder Woman 84 trailer?
0: I saw bits of it. Haven't seen it all together in one one full scene of it. Uh, that's that's. Okay. Um-
1: I'd recommend it. It looks looks fun. I think it looks good. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, I think it's one that I would definitely take a look at. I I am interested to see. I mean, it's not, like, really huge news or anything, but um, that Zack Snyder shared the um, uh, just a a clip of um, Henry Cavill in his uh, black Superman suit. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty cool. I I I just also like one. I like that he was doing it, but two. I thought it was very interesting that he like that's actually Henry Cavill in the blue and red suit, but in like post production editing, he changed it to black
0: mm-hmm. because
1: the studio wouldn't buy another like all black suit.
0: Yeah, because it's super expensive. That I remember when they were making Man of Steel, how expensive the the, the costume words, yeah the material to do it because it like it's it's like a it's a combination of the like the polyester under armor stuff that w- with the, you know we buy shirts from but yeah. then also like some sort of type of molding so that it enhances you know the the physique of a person and with henry cavill i mean jesus the guys when oh, he right. works, when he trains to become superman he turns into a god so yeah it's not yeah that's a lot of- yeah, it's, it's definitely not cheap. The thing basically is like molded to his body, you know, so. But it was, that was a, another interesting thing because um, there was the Justice Con, which was, that was kind of a, a convention going on as well as San Diego Comic Con virtually did it, you know, this year. And then there was another convention as well. I can't think of the name, but then, and then you had, Xbox uh, or Microsoft do their their kind of uh, reveal for the next Xbox unit and stuff like that. Um, so a lot of virtual conventions going on and stuff. So um, the San Diego- yeah, California, I feel like people or? out there
1: probably want some type of exposure as much as possible, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. That was San Diego Comic Con. Like, you know, traditionally it's movie studios getting those trailers out and and pushing out the the new films and what new TV shows. And this this convention was all about just like recirculating old stuff, you know, to like, hey, if you haven't seen this, go check this out. And like people, you know, talking about, you know, older shows. And then, you know, you had a couple new shows that are coming out in the fall that have, you know, been in production. For you know forever, and then um, I think the New Mutants was the only real like surprise movie, um, yeah, that was gonna be released and stuff. Uh, but then yes, Z- Zack Snyder did his own freaking convention, which is awesome. Yeah, it was organized by other people, but I mean he he basically was you know part of it the entire you know two days uh, this Saturday and Sunday. So um, which I thought was amazing. So I hope there's more conventions like this, you know, in the well, future.
1: What better way to plug, like, the Snyder Cut, too, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, people are wanting something who, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, we were in San Diego last year, like, all the people that were there, like, they're, they're like, and people just in quarantine in general. like, we want glimpses of something. right? Um, and, you know, I, like, you know, I, I get it, people have issues with, the, with Snyder, but I, I don't know, man, I think DC, for me, has always been a darker and grittier um you know, just styled to it for the most part. Um, and so, yeah, I'm interested to see what, what is, what his story was. What,
0: so what would you prefer a four and a half hour movie cut or it being broken up into four or five episodes?
1: Um, probably like four or five episodes. Um, Just because that, like, that, that is a long – I mean, I guess you wouldn't That's have a long to sitting, sit. Yeah, yeah I, I guess technically you wouldn't have to sit there that long, and you could break it apart on your own. Right. But no, I just think breaking it down a little bit w- would help. Um, yeah, because like I said, otherwise that just – it doesn't seem as – it doesn't seem as time-consuming, right? Right. Like, here's the thing. We could – so let me put it this way like we can all binge watch stuff like you know think of any popular thing that you like you binge watch right so like for me either like stranger things or Peaky blinders like i love you know especially Peaky blinders i'll binge watch that but at the same time you know i i can quote unquote justify you know watching a six episode season across three days when really they're hour-long episodes you know what i mean Rather right. than sitting for six hours straight and watching them, I mean it, it's the same in the long run. But at the same time, I think it's more manageable when you can kind of break it down.
0: Yeah, I, so I own the Batman vs Superman Ultimate Edition one, which is basically uh-huh. the Snyder cut Love of it. Batman, and that one is what three hours and fifteen minutes. And so that that's a to sit down and watch that one. That is a that's a you really it's have a to it. yeah, yeah, it's a commitment. Yeah, and so. You know, I, I'm, I'm kind of on board with you. If you're going to go past three hours, yep. you might as well chunk it up and do, like, you know, five, six episodes that are manageable. But who knows? Like, um, it'll be interesting how so, long the, like, they – because there's no marketing yet for it, and there's no right. guarantee that the Snyder Cut will actually be sold um, outside of HBO Max. So it'll be all interesting right. to see how long it's on HBO Max, how long it's going to be in this uh, status for it, which is going to be interesting.
1: So here's my question for you. I was thinking about this the other day, because, you know, all the Batman movies are on. You know, we've talked about Batman 92 before Batman Returns, and, yep. yeah, I'm a fan of it. I understand why people, you know, are opposed to it, but I still think it's a, it's a great movie. Um, so people don't like the Snyder version because Batman kills, right? Which... You know, I, I kind of tossed the dream sequence out, because that's what it is, a dream sequence, and it kind of, like, showed, like, what, hap- what, what had Batman had to become because of those times, if it got right. to that. And, you know, I know other people are like, well, when he's in, like, the Batwing, he, like, shoots up and destroys it. So I get that. Right? Same thing with Batman Returns. You know, the Penguin, does he need to have bile coming out of his mouth, or whatever that black stuff is? No, that's pretty crazy right you know they overdid on the sexual innuendos i get that but then he's also like well you know he kills in batman returns you know with the um like the flamethrower guy and the the bigger guy that he straps the dynamite to which once again i understand but then why do you think that batman 89 doesn't get and i'm not saying it should like like listen batman 89 is like my favorite all-time movie like it is my i mean i it's a classic so I'm not saying it should. I'm just wondering why people don't give it any sort of hate in the same regards, because if you think about it, um, you know, he, when the Batmobile goes into access chemicals, remember it, I like, yes, I know he's not technically driving it, but he it drops the, like the little, the bomb to blow right. up access chemicals. It, it drops the bomb like right in front of that guy. So like clearly kills those guys. Um, And uh, when he's fighting in the bell tower and like grabs the one guy by his legs and like flips him down the bell tower.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So like I've always, I've always had a response to that because I've like, to me, Batman doesn't kill with a gun. Doesn't mean that he doesn't kill, but Uh, is that since his parents were gunned down, he makes the oath that he won't use a gun to kill people. And then there was of course the the one. the one comic back in the late 80s early 90s where he's holding the gun and he you know he succumbs to it that one time and stuff but yeah it, there's no way I, there's a funny joke about uh like batman in general just like the the nuance of it all is that he goes in and beats the living crap of out of all these henchmen but then when yeah. it comes down to the actual villain he stops himself from actually, like, beating them up <laughs> and arrest them and takes them to Arkham. Like, what the hell? Like, wouldn't you think it would That's be the funny. other way around? Like, other hey, around, get right? the hell out of here, and I'm going to beat the shit out of this villain so he doesn't, you know, come back and do this anymore and so stuff? It's like... This henchman is basically resorted to you know, loading a truck of, you know, for whatever, chemicals or bombs or whatever, to, so that he can get paid to feed his family, which is probably starving. And Batman comes in and breaks his arms and legs, and so you know <laughs> he ain't going to be able to get a job after that. But then when it yeah, comes right? to the actual like, Joker, he's like, oh, no, I won't beat you up and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. it's comical. Let
1: me, let me throw my batarang around you and knock you out. And, right.
0: Yeah. So it's comical when people get upset about that type of thing like oh Batman doesn't kill so I don't like Zack Snyder's version of it but that's the thing it's his version of it like there are right, definitely right. look at, if that's not your version then Adam West is your version or you know or yeah. the the Christopher Nolan ones cuz Nolan did a great job of the, the that whole line I don't have to kill you but I don't have to save you you know Razzogel so that was Bruce is, you know, that was bat that Batman's way of dealing with, you know, with death and so forth. But yeah, right. um, David Goyer, who helped write Man of Steel, um, was and in, in was um, and Christopher Nolan helped write it as well. And he's a, you know, famous, you know, comic book uh, creator and writer and so forth. He got a lot of shit for, you know, you know, in Man of Steel, the Superman kills. Um, uh, Zod, you know, and Zod. Um, yeah. yeah and, and, you know, of course the backlash, Superman doesn't kill. And he's like, well, listen, that, right. But that's after years and years of being Superman, you can't just come in and be Superman and be like right off the bat, you know, have the shield on and the cape and be like, truth, right. justice, in America. Well, you, it, that's a learning process and you got to get to that point, you know? And so that's what his defense was with, you know, that, you look at that initial movie of man of steel that's superman you know learning to become superman the the death and destruction that's going on you know fighting Zod you know buildings are crumbling because of how powerful he is and so he has to learn how to hone that skill and then you see that in batman v superman he he takes doomsday and says let's get him away from the city so we don't cause a ton of destruction and so forth you know he's learning and um and I think the the Batman that we see with Zack Snyder's version, even though it's not explained a whole lot, he's – what is it? Is it Tim Drake? Is it Robin is the one that dies. Um, I think Snyder
1: just admitted it. Uh, oh, is that the one that he said? Because, I mean, I, obviously in the comics it's Jason Todd, but I thought yeah. that one was supposed to be different. But Yeah, I think
0: – I'm not 100% sure, but I think Snyder admitted that it was Tim Drake and not Jason Todd. And so okay. – and and he was killed by the Joker and you I know that the DCEU is all messed up but you look at the the villains in you know from Suicide Squad that we saw little clips of you know Ben Affleck's Batman in there that like this Batman is a lot different he's older he's aged he's you know um, you see he's taken a lot of beatings from the, you know in Justice League with the bruisings all over his body so for him to kill, it's probably the easiest way to get shit done. You know, he's probably just like you could kind of tell this version of Batman. He's kind of you know as old as he is and stuff. He's like, just screw it. All the shit that I've been doing, trying to do it the right way, hasn't worked. Let me just get in my bat wing and blow shit up and be done with it. You know, type deal. Dude, Snyder
1: said that it was uh, Dick Grayson.
0: Dick Grayson. That's what it was. I, I knew it wasn't uh, Jason Todd. Oh, yeah, so you can think, you can see that like that's gonna psychologically mess up a, a different version of Batman and Bruce Wayne if it's his first Robin that dies, you know. So there's no Nightwing, yeah. You know, like, hey, I was a successful father figure to this, you know, this guy, and he grew uh, up. Hey, yeah, yeah that's why he's He's gonna be very different. So, but I mean. You could take the easy way out and say, "Oh, Batman does a kill." Okay, yeah, your version of it, but there's multiple versions of Batman. Shit, Frank Miller's Dark Knight Batman didn't he kill the Joker right in the Dark Knight? Yeah, at the
1: end, yeah. Uh Yeah,
0: I mean, come on, you know, like every that—that's what makes Batman so great is that you know, and it's kind of like Nolan hits it, you know, that every version of Batman is different, and it's you know, which one is your Batman? You know, there's people that are fans of adam west people are diehard fans of michael keaton people are diehard fans of the um animated version you know with kevin conroy as their. back well
1: you know we i think we talked about it at, at one point but really and it does make sense like even if you look at like whether it's batman a9 or 92 or batman forever and batman and robin for as bad as batman and robin was like that actually very much fits a certain era of the Batman comics when it was very yes. campy and goofy and it just, so, you know, I mean, each, each area has its place.
0: Yeah. Each era has its place. <clears throat> and Depending on what age you are, you know, you know, yeah. we're, you know, in our you know mid thirties. So for us, we have kind of a, a plethora of different Batmans to choose from, but like for our, you know, for my dad, it's Adam West. That was his, his version of Batman, you know, that the kooky, you know, bat dance and shark repellent and all the different <laughs> you know gadgets that he had and so forth and the bam plow pop you know oh yeah signatures on there so yeah i mean but kids these days you know batman 89 is not even a, a, like an option for them it's either ben affleck or christian bale you know if you to ask a high school kid you know not even Kevin Conroy's Batman 89, or I mean, uh, Batman Animated Series is on, on that, that list, you know, yep. so, but yeah, that, that whole, like, Batman doesn't kill thing, to me, the, the one principal thing I would say that, like, all of them share the different versions of Batman is, well, except I think the, the Dark Knight one with Frank Miller is that they don't kill with guns, you know, like, right. every because Bruce saw his, his, his parents, you know, killed, um you know gun down he vowed to and all of them had vowed not to use guns to kill you know type deal um because even what was it um the dark knight rises when anne hathaway's Catwoman she grabs a gun is about to shoot and christian bale says no guns and stuff yeah
1: but she doesn't agree with
0: (laughs) yeah exactly but yeah i mean it's going to be interesting to see this this Snyder Cuts version of Just League because we're supposedly getting a, a darker version, like you said, you know, like you, you prefer, um, well, than that well. campy version of it and stuff. So, Yeah,
1: we'll have to see what it looks like.
0: Yep. All right. That puts us well over an hour. So I think we're good on, on content All this right. week. So um, we'll. Make up for we'll last week, right? <laughs> exactly. I don't I swear to god, these quarantine this gotta to stop. Uh, I don't know what it's gonna do.